Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. This is the account of Shem's family line. Two years after the flood, when Shem was a hundred years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. And after he became the father of Arphaxad, Shem lived five hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad had lived thirty-five years, he became the father of Shelah. After he became the father of Shelah, Arphaxad lived four hundred and three years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived 30 years, he became the father of Eber. And after he became the father of Eber, Shelah lived 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived 34 years, he became the father of Peleg. And after he became the father of Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived 30 years, he became the father of Ru. After he became the father of Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived 32 years, he became the father of Serug. And after he became the father of Serug, Ru lived 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Serug had lived 30 years, he became the father of Nahor. And after he became the father of Nahor, Serug lived 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived 29 years, he became the father of Terah. And after he became the father of Terah, Nahor lived 119 years and had other sons and daughters. After Terah had lived 70 years, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the account of Terah's family line. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran became the father of Lot. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Iscah. Now Sarah was childless because she was not able to conceive. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. 
Terah lived 205 years, and he died in Haran. Now, this is an extremely, extremely important chapter for several reasons, friends. First, the Tower of Babel itself. Mankind came together in some kind of ungodly unity. They built a tower, which was probably like a a ziggurat, if you've ever seen a ziggurat, a Middle Eastern ziggurat, circular building with stairs going around the exterior of it. But the purpose was they wanted to be like God. They wanted to ascend into the heavens um, like God. And so God came down and saw that the purpose of their unity was not in seeking God, but they wanted to be like God. And so God confounded their language. Now, up until this time, all mankind was in a position to seek God individually. Each individual people group, I mentioned the table of nations in chapter 10, each of those 70 nations had the right to seek the God of Adam and Eve. The God of Noah and so forth was available to each of those people groups. But at the Tower of Babel, all of the different groups were divided into different languages, totally set apart with different language groups. And then in this same chapter, a man is introduced. Abram appears. Abram is super important. He's a a descendant of Shem. And this Abram is going to become the person to whom God reveals himself And he's given the responsibility for the revelation of the one true God to spread that knowledge to the whole planet. So in Genesis 11, 26, we read, after Terah had lived 70 years, he became the father of Abram. So Terah was the father of Abram, and it names Abram's wife as Sarai. And um, it mentions that Sarah was barren. She was childless. She was not able to conceive. These are important facts that we'll see again in the coming chapters. Now, I want to mention something. You notice the care that was taken to say how long this person lived and who was alive in their lifetime and so forth. You have to add up some of these numbers to figure it out. But Shem, Noah's son, lived 602 years. Abraham was 140 years old when Shem died. So Shem very easily could have interacted with Abraham himself. Shem, having been on the boat, could have told Abraham the story of the boat. Now, this will become important in a couple more chapters, but some Jewish scholars believe that Melchizedek, who appears in the life of Abraham very soon, was in fact Shem, that Shem became the priest of the Most High God for his remaining days, and he was a contemporary of Abraham for 140 years. So we'll track that a little bit later. But Abraham came from an area known as Ur of the Chaldees, or the Chaldeans. Now, Chaldean language is very similar to modern Arabic and modern Hebrew. In fact, they both are descended from the Chaldean language. So this language was a pre-existing language. Hebrew was not created from whole cloth. It's actually a modification of Chaldean, as is Arabic. They both come from Chaldean. And Chaldean, of course, Chaldea was the area that Abraham and his family came from. Notice also that Lot is Abraham's nephew. They're related, and uh, there'll be more on Lot in the coming chapters. So, Lord, we thank you for the, uh, the story of the Tower of Babel. Lord, we know that there are many different languages now on the earth. But, Lord, we pray for that day when, again, we will have one common language, that we will know you and seek you with one pure language. And whether that's Hebrew or some other language, you've kept that to yourself. But, Lord, we look forward to being able to converse with everyone we meet in one common language. We thank you, Lord, for the careful details of the genealogies 
uh, Lord, for the revelation that Shem, the son of Noah, actually lived for 140 years into Abraham's lifetime is very interesting. Lord, these stories didn't have to be passed through many different hands. They could have been handed off directly from Shem to Abraham or Abram himself. Lord, we thank you that your word is true, that these things are written for our instruction and for your redemptive purposes in all of our lives. We pray today now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.